Uh, hi, welcome back to Talking Trade. I'm Ian Coxhead at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And I'm Sandy Siegel, president of MEJ. And today I have the pleasure of introducing Mark Broda-Page, who is the Bureau Director. Mark leads um, of the Export and Business Development Bureau. Mark leads the agriculture development professionals in the Agribusiness Center and the Economic and Innovation Center. Um, and Mark has, um, it's within DACCAP, the Wisconsin Department of Agricultural Trade and Consumer Protection. Um, he brings to the role more than 30 years experience in both private sector and the public sector in economic, international, and, and domestic. So um, a wealth of experience and knowledge for sure. I know um, with, um, here at Day, we've had the pleasure of working with Mark and, and referring customers to DACCAP as a resource um, with export. So Mark, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about your role and, and the Bureau and, um, and, and we can talk a little bit more about what's going on in Wisconsin trade. Excellent, glad to do that. And thank you very much, Ian Sandy, for the opportunity to share this information with you. I had the good fortune of being able to lead a team of um, agricultural development professionals, uh, both on the domestic side and in dairy, livestock, um, organics, uh, specialty crops, a broad range of products, and as well, the International Agribusiness Center team. Um, international trade, specialists, professionals, uh, and we've been doing this, uh, which is surprising to many people since the mid 1960s, uh, helping uh, companies grow their business in the state, uh, region, nationally, and globally. Thanks a lot, Mark, uh, for that introduction. Now, we're all dying to talk about international trade, but let's get a little background here first. Uh, uh, looking at the uh, domestic uh, Midwestern economy uh, for agriculture, Prices are really high now. So year on year, uh, last week compared with the same week of uh, 2020, we've got corn prices up 100%, soybean prices up almost 100%, even dairy prices up a whole lot as well. So really, really strong price recovery, I guess, since the middle of uh, 2020. But at the same time, of course, uh, federal and state uh, support for farm incomes are down. Uh, COVID programs have ended, uh, trade adjustment programs have ended. So you know, how, for, how are Wisconsin and upper Midwestern farmers likely to do in 2021? We're optimistic. Uh, we think the year is going to be better. Um, the latest data from uh, USDA, um, their statistics service, um, really just has it up to 19, uh, 2019. So um, net farm incomes are up. However, they're down. They're down from what they have been in, in previous years. We've, as many people know already, it's been a tough last five years. So we're really looking yeah. forward to things improving, but there's still some distance to go. If we look at uh, meat uh, and milk prices, for example, um, better than before, but we would still need more for folks to really be to the level that they were pre-19, uh, 2016, let's say. Yeah, so I'm hearing a lot of optimism, at least around uh, this part of the state from farmers that they'll be making most of their money this year from actually producing and selling stuff rather than uh, getting compensation checks from the government, which is, I guess, a, a pleasant change for everybody, right? But let's turn our attention to trade. There's been so much happening in the last uh, 12 months. We've, uh, we've, we've had the after effects of trade wars, retaliatory tariffs, uh, and of course, COVID-19 as well. What's all of this done to Wisconsin agricultural exports? It's been a tough last um, five years, really. If you look from uh, 2016 till 
now just uh, as our first quarter of 2021. Um, and we, it's encouraging. So we finished 2020 uh, up about a 1.4%, uh, but we're still well down from where we had been prior to that time. Um, at 3.37 billion, we're still off of that three point, nearly, nearly 3.9 billion that we were in, in 2015. And we are, although ahead of last year, still behind some of the previous years. Um, interesting though, in the first quarter of this year, uh, everybody's up. Uh, overall, we're up, um, but also Canada, our, our largest uh, trading partner, up around 4%. China, 80% uh, up, and really great news, Mexico up 60%. Um, so of those top five, and they make up a, nearly two-thirds of our exports, that they're up, and three of those um, uh, markets are up in double digits. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, I know that there are a lot of policy stories connected to that, but I want to ask first about the China part of that story, Mark. I, uh, I know that China has really zoomed up the rankings in terms of its prominence among Wisconsin's export uh, markets. And a lot of that, I guess, is due to the rebuilding of their swine herd. So swine fever uh, really decimated their swine herd. And latest figures that I've seen have, have them uh, rebuilding that herd at roughly 30% year on year. Uh, every month for the last seven or eight months. I guess that's led to a, a very big increase in demand for both grain and other products from Wisconsin. What do you know about that? Absolutely. And the, the figures that we were hearing that were not the official ones, but it was closer to losing 50% of their swine herd. Pork yeah. is an important protein uh, in the country and a lot of, of the growing middle class are looking for more of that higher quality uh, protein. Some of that came in meat shipments that we made, but they're also, of course, uh, creating, growing their own. They have a voracious appetite in China for uh, foods, not only what they grow locally, but what, what they can import. So certainly those grain and whey uh, products uh, that we are shipping into China have increased, but also uh, because of the earlier recovery than some of the other countries from pandemic, then their, their overall economy has grown up faster than uh, some of the other markets that we're seeing globally. So that's part of what's pushing that, that really strong uh, in, um, increase in, in the exports that we're making to China. It's an important market for us and will continue to be. And I guess uh, one thing I hadn't been aware of was that a very big part of the, uh, uh, the rebuilding of that swine herd in China involves uh, imports of dairy protein, uh, largely from Wisconsin as well. Is that right? Exactly. That, that, that whey protein is an important component in the feeds to, to fatten those animals up uh, faster and better. And uh, that's projected China into the first into the top uh, ranking of our uh, dairy export partners in, as of uh, early 2021, right? Yes. Um, the, interestingly enough, that um, for dairy products for, for many years, Canada has been our number one market, still is quite strong for us. But what's notable about that is that China's pulled ahead of them, largely driven by whey. We don't ship a, a great deal of cheese or other kinds of milk products. It really is that whey product and in those whey proteins for animal feeds. Um, we, we see that continuing as China has also restructured a bit their swine herds. So rather than many, many smaller operations, uh, they're consolidating into some larger operations, which will be more efficient and also is is a greater opportunity for us to sell those way products because those larger operations will, will be able to purchase those higher quality feed ingredients. Right. Exciting. Um, can, so based on the products that you're seeing that have increased um, both China as well as Canada, Mexico, 
Can that be attributed to the phase one deal with China um, based on you know, the commodities as well as the USMCA barriers that have changed? Absolutely. The, the phase one deal was helpful. Uh, there were concerns early on that they weren't really going to be able to buy the volumes. And it really is focused a lot on those grains, corn and soybeans, but also those whey products, not all whey products, but several. Um, and so we've seen that advantage. There is some concern about whether that continues on just because of the, the current trade tensions. That's yeah. always a bit on a knife's edge uh, that, that could go either way. But again, uh, on balance, we're optimistic. USMCA was important because as part of those uh, countries, if you look at the retaliatory tariffs that we had from China, from Canada, from Mexico, and from the EU 28 countries, um, those make up a, a major portion of our exports. And so that's what some of the major factor of what pushed down our exports, certainly in, in 16, 17, in through 18. And then of course, pandemic rolls in at the end of 19, you know, early 20. Um, and that, that's been causing those declines uh, that we've seen. So the USMCA and removal of those retaliatory tariffs as a result of that signing really has helped to, to open up those markets a bit. However, there is a, a current issue with Canada and the tariff rate quotas uh, under USMCA. And we've got about a minute left, Mark. So that's just, just about long enough to talk about what's going to happen over the long term. What do you think? Uh, what are the areas of growth, future growth for Wisconsin agriculture and agricultural processes? What countries, what products, and what are the headwinds they'll face? We, we ship a lot of products uh, overseas from uh, food, forestry, and agricultural products, from wood products to prepared sauces, uh, to prepared vegetables, to, to meat products. It's, it's an extremely broad range of products, actually. Um, certainly Canada, we're, we're hoping that Mexico continues uh, its recovery and growth because those are the most two largest typically uh, important markets, uh, Asia, China being a leader in that, but also Japan, Korea. And then into the EU 28 markets, we still have some strong opportunities in several of those areas. So we're looking forward to across the board, each country is a bit different, but across the board to be able to see those increases um, throughout the year. It won't be extremely strong. We don't think, at least for this year, 22, we believe will be a much stronger year. But, but what we're seeing in those projections are that 21, um, so far, Knockwood will, will be a better year than, than last year. Although still, we need to catch up quite a bit from the last few. And I just would like to, to mention that uh, in the efforts to try to grow those uh, exports, um, that we're extremely encouraged by the um, proposals in the legislature right now for further funding to help uh, Wisconsin grow its um, food, forestry, and agriculture exports. Absolutely, and I, and again, I can say firsthand, you've been a great resource for the state and and local exporters, and and a great resource in helping them build their businesses and, and volume. So thank you for that. Great talking you. to you today, Mark, and thank you for joining us on Talking Trade. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Mark. Appreciate the opportunity. Good. Bye bye. Thank you.